Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry present Journeys in Faith. Now, here's Andy Santis. Hello and welcome to Journeys in Faith here on Fiat Ministry Network. My name is Ann DeSantis. It's great to be here. And I have another amazing guest this week. I have Nathaniel Moran. He is an author and the name of the book is The Mime Speaks. So he's a talented mime and also a talented author. So welcome, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us on Journeys in Faith. Uh, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here uh, to, you know, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really honored. Yeah, totally honored to have you too, because you have a really incredible story of faith and your whole theme, your whole life theme is never give up. And when we're talking about our faith, I think that's a wonderful lesson for all of us that we should never give up, never give up on the fight to do good. And also believing that God is there for you, right? Because I know you've experienced that firsthand in your own life. Oh, man. If it wasn't for God, I know I wouldn't be sitting here. You know, I'm every, um, you know, it's crazy. Before this interview, I was getting myself prepared for the interview. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm so thankful, you know, for just seeing people laugh and seeing people happy. You know, I try my best to do what I can because God, he, he blessed me, giving her a chance. You know, you know, my birthday is tomorrow. My birthday is, you know, is, is and it's, I'm thankful, man. You know, so you don't know God has saved my life out there. I've been through, I'm seeing death. I'm, you know, I'm in the streets of being homeless, you know, you go through a lot of trials and tribulations, you know, and you, I know you held my hand and watched my back, even in danger, you know, you know, I know I've been, I've been hit by cars and, you know, I didn't, I've been through a lot and, and I'm standing here and I'm, they told me, they said, um, when they got, when the car hit me and it dragged me like two blocks, they said, you won't be able to walk again the same and God bless me until I'm able to dance, you know, so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful for everything he's doing for me. You don't even know. I I, I go on. I thank him so much. He said, Nate, you know what? I just heard you five minutes ago. I was, you know, I think him like every two minutes, sometime every two minutes. I, you know, it hit me. I, I'm thankful. I, I'll drive my car and I'll stop and turn the music off and say, thank you. Thank you. You know, that's real. That's real. It really is. And, and you know, our viewers are in for a big treat because we're going to be showing three videos of Nate the Mime. That's the name of the book, and that's also what he does. He is a mime. He's talented. He's amazing. I love seeing his social media posts. Uh, his name is Nathaniel Moran, if you want to connect with him on Facebook or other social media. And go to Amazon, and you can learn about the book. As I said, it's called Nate. The, it's called The Mime Speaks. And I'll just read you a little bit about it, is that Nate the Mime, a.k.a. Nate Moran, has been has been down, homeless, jail, alcoholic, and he's been up. Military, gold gold medal, winning, winning dancer, mime, performing on stages and screens all over the world. And he has one message, never give up. That is Nate's in inspiring true story. So just remember that as you're watching the show, stay tuned with us, is that, you know, as I said during that little bio there, is that he has been homeless and alcoholic on the streets of New York, and now uh, an author and doing so well with everything that he's doing in his life, being a mime and meeting so many people. He's met some incredible people in the work that he has done. 
So Nate, can we go back to the very beginning of your story? Because obviously, you know, it starts at the beginning of your life. Uh, take us on that journey of faith from the very beginning. Well, beginning of my life, you know, my grandmother raised me. And uh, my grandma was very, was very strong into in the faith, into, into religion. And and she always dropped messages on us, like two people were retreated and, and praying. And, you know, we had to go to church sometimes. We didn't want to go to church, you know, but she made, we was there, you know, sitting there and she made sure we got that that we got fed as a kid, you know, as growing up. And I think because of that, it helped me through all my journeys because I kept that faith, even though sometimes, you know, we all do backslide. We all go in our world and say, I got this, you know, but the whole time God's still watching our back, you know, because I know he watched my back. And growing up, growing up, and I had it in me, and, and then I went to the military, and then I got the military, and then it was... You know, you, now you're a soldier, you're military, and your mind's focused on being all you can be, you know. But I know God watched me out there, too, because, you know, I'm, you know, I remember it's such different situations that I know I, I know he watched me out there. And now is, let me come to now right quick. You know, um, after being homeless, I was homeless 13 years ago. I was in New York for two years. You know, I slept in park benches, kids through the 40s at me, and, I had, you know, people, when I'm trying to sleep and I get abused and the whole line and as you can go, you know, smelling and stinking and peeling my socks off. And, you know, I went through that journey. And I know he watched my back. I remember one time, I'm going to tell you this part. I was out there panhandling, you know, trying to get spare change. And I was in, on 8th Avenue. And the guy walked up and he was a tough guy, you know. He said, yo, excuse me, we, OG, he called me OG. He said, um, what size shoes you wear? I said, I wear 11. I said, maybe one of my feet is swelling up. I don't know if I still wear 11. And he walked off. He, he came back with a pair of brand new shoes. He told me to take them shoes off my feet. And he gave me um, a brand new pair of shoes. You know. Wow. That was great God, you know. Um, to the day I still remember, I still got those shoes, man. Do you, you, know? you still have the shoes? Oh, no, sir. Yes. Oh, you can't help it. You know, there's an emotion there, isn't there? Because you go back in your journey and you realize that just through someone who was walking down the street and said, I want to help this man, you know, everybody else might be ignoring him or even abusing, as you said, you know, when you were homeless, you were even abused. And that's just so not good. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. And, um, but, but somehow, some way, you know, from that moment on. So what happened after that? The gentleman gave you the shoes yeah, and it gave you some kind of dignity, didn't it? It gave you some kind of yeah, like yeah. this, somebody cares enough about me that they gave me these new shoes. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, I still got them in. And I keep them shined up and I keep them in my closet. You know, I knew how to brought them up, but, you know, but I, I still got those shoes, you know. Um, you know, it wasn't, and, and like I said, you can't judge a person by how they look. You know, mm -hmm. people got to judge people judging people by their look, especially all the stuff that's going on in the world today. It's crazy. I can't believe it. But I'm, I believe in we all are one. The Lord brought us all, everybody here together too, so we can grow together and, and learn from each other, you know. And, you know, 
the guy, when you see him, he's tough, you know, facing. And then out of nowhere, you know, he threw me in shoes and he gave me the shoes. And, you know, that's where I think my people, you know, we all got to do to, you know, love like God love with each other, one, one another. You know, I'm really big on that, you know, as far as we, we all one and we, we should grow together and work together. Stuff like that is what stands me. When I see people smile, that makes me happy. You know, like I said, that's my thing. You know, you on my Facebook, you know, my Facebook Nate Moran with people who, you know, who ever want to see me. Um, but, you know, that's what I'm about. You know, um, you know, I see enough pain. I know what that pain feel like. I know I've seen a lot of pain. And I want to push this message, never give up and, and, and push the pain because I know God, you know, he brought me, He, you know, I did an interview on a YouTube channel and they asked me, they said, would you um change anything that you went through? I said, nah. I said, because the fact that what, what I went through made me become the person who I am now. You know, yes, I lived on the other side. I had a few bank accounts. I lived in California. I, I lived all over and, you know, houses and business and been that and drove Mercedes Benz. And I've been to that concrete. And by it building me up and it made me go through the ups and downs and have it, not have it, but still have it. Even though you don't have money, you don't have a place to live, but you still have hope and you still have prayer. You still, as long as you got prayer, as long as you got God, you got, you still got something. You know what I mean? So if you hold on to a little bit of whatever you got, you know what I mean? If you just hold on to whatever little bit of that you got, whatever it is, and be thankful for what you got, you want to get and keep going and keep pressing. You know, um, I'm really into that. Yeah, excuse me, I get caught up. You know, I get caught up in it because that's my heart. That's my realness, you know. Um, but, you know, so I've been through that. I know what it feel like, you know, I don't roll around with the rich and famous and I don't sit back and, and talk to the guys in the streets, you know, who's homeless. And some of them, you know, and they're very intelligent people, you know, in the homeless world, people don't look at it. You know, if you, when you sit down and you talk to them and I we sit down and we broke bread and we sit down and feed the feet at nighttime and sometimes we just talk. And he said, wow, you know, and so I had to go through that. He put me through that. So I can be on here to be on your show, and I'm on it again. So I can pass it to hope, you know. And you know, people going through like, like right now. I'm looking at. I was in Chinatown um, this weekend, you know, shooting a film series that we're getting ready. We're doing stuff, and I'm watching the protesters and, and people, you know, with the hate crime and all that's going on, the, the violence and the killing and the beating, and you know, it's like, you know. They said, what would God think? How would you think? You know, what would you do? So you got to take that, what you see in that negative and try to flip it to a positive. He said, no, I'm not going to be that way because God don't want me to be that way. And, I, and, and pass as much message you can and let people know, don't be that way because, you know, you can learn from your negative too, you know. So you're taking the negative and say, I don't want to be that way. And this is where I want to be. And that's how um, God would do it. Well, so he, he, you, he went to pain. Yes, you understand pain. You've seen it. You've experienced it. You've lived it in different places. I know you were in New York City for a long, long time, and now you're in Pennsylvania, and I yes. believe it's Whitehall, Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, and, and you made a good point there because, you know, with everything that happens in our lives, we have a choice, don't we? I mean, we can either look at everything in the negative sense of, you know, you know, maybe the, like looking back on our lives, we could say what we're upset about, right? Why we're hurt that this or that happened and it didn't happen the way we wanted it to happen, right? 
But what you've done is instead of looking at the negative is that you turn it around. And I know you do that with the help of God, that you're so positive every single day. Like you said, I'm friends with you on social media. And I would say to everyone out there to connect with him at Nate Moran. And, and he's the author again of the, of the book called The Mime Speaks. And, you know, you will be blessed to get to know Nate because he's the type of person that every single day of his life, he lives that positive message. God bless you. I mean, he's, he's always, you know, the person to say something good to make you feel better about your day. So I just want to thank you because I know you've brightened up my own days so many times. Oh, and wow. Yeah, you really have. You really have in so many ways. So now... Could you talk a little bit about also somebody is watching that, you know, they don't understand homelessness. They don't understand how people get there. And as you said, you've met some people when you were out on the street, they weren't, um, you know, they weren't all like, say, a person who was in a bad place for their entire lives all the time. Sometimes they were someone who, you know, like you said, uh, life circumstances brought them to where they were, where they got, right? So uh, tell us about that and what was it like for you to meet those people? And when you finally did get off the street and into something, you know, working and doing other things, what was that like for you too? Okay. Um, then what it was like when I met the people in the streets, um, you know, first, when you out there, honestly, I was out there for two years. And you really don't sleep. <laughs> you know, you sleep, but you don't sleep. You know, you one hour, one hour close all minute, 24 seven when you try to sleep. And then as you're meeting these different people out there, and you got some that's out there, you know, and you got some that's, but you say, okay, I'm here, that's where I'm at. I got to roll with it, you know. Some people accept it. And some people out there, that they, they don't want to come back. Honestly, some, I met some homeless people that said, Man, you know what, bro? I don't have to pay taxes. I'm, you know, people, you know, I just, I'm here now. And, you know, someone was Wall Street. You know, I met someone that was, that was Wall Street. You know, literally working on Wall Street and stocking and everything. And, and you know, they, they give me knowledge on different stuff. You know, we, we pass on different knowledges. You know, even though sometimes, like I said, I was drinking and this and that. Sometimes drunk man words, you know, they just say back in the day, Drug man words speak a sober man mind. Sometimes you, when they just drink and they just come out and they tell you, oh, man, I'm sorry. God, Wall Street is. And they tell you their story and they tell you to come. And then you have veterans, you know, mm -hmm. who try you know, come a veteran and who's been, so just man, beat them down so bad that they say, man, y'all just out here, man. You know, that they try to get in the system, try to get with the benefits and this and that. Because right now I'm still fighting for my benefits. But, but what happens, you know, is, it's still like a togetherness. It's a community that people don't understand. And if you, some people don't understand them, they, 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 they shy away from it. You know, I learned one thing about being in the military. You have open mind. Cause, you know, we got so much unity. Mm -hmm. If you have a mind to everything that's going on, and just roll with it. And the other question you're saying is, um, you asked me, at the end you asked me, how I got caught up in there, so, yeah, excuse me, um, that's a whole, that's a, uh, oh no, it's okay. I I think the question that I was asking had to do with once you did start to get away from being on the street and you were gradually kind of getting back into 
uh, doing something with work and everything. How was that experience for you too, the transition? Yes, yes, yes. Mm. I remember kissing my first blanket, real blanket, <laughs> you know, a real comfort, one that I bought for her from the store. I remember, you know, when I first got my room, you know, because I had went through the program the last time. I was on the twice and the second time I went to the program. But then when I finally got my own room again, and I went to the store and I bought my confidence then. I, I took my time to pick this comfort out, you know, and it was like, man, I'm so thankful. So then when I got, I didn't want to, I didn't kiss in the store, but I remember about that, you know. So when I got home, <laughs> I kissed the comfort. <laughs> I, I stood in the room and I looked around to the spot. You know, again, I got four walls, you know, um, and then, you know, working again, you know, thankful. I worked, I think I gave them 125, 130% because I'm so thankful to be working again. You know, um, I didn't care if they told me, you know, do whatever, I'd do a flip, I would have did a flip, you know, because I'm so thankful, I was so thankful to be working again and be part of, feel like part of the other part of society, you know, being part of, you know, being back and productive again, you know, doing stuff and, they want me to stay 24 hours working 24 hours out of work 24 hours. I don't care, you know, sleep later, you know, because I'm just, it was a whole other blessing. It was a whole other out open and I'm thanking. I remember one day, you tell you, I used to work at Sands Casino out here in Pennsylvania. Let me tell you the story. Please do. Okay. Um, I was working at Sands Casino one night and I was not to clean up, clean the building up and this and that. And I'm walking when I had these cans and I had trash cans in it. I had so much trash in the, the buckets that you couldn't even see me. I had two buckets and I'm pulling and you can't see me. And I'm, so I started complaining, you know, because I'm doing shows and but I was still working. And I said, Lord, you gave me all these blessings. You know, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. <laughs> you give me all these blessings. You stick at me, you know, you know, because we do that. We ramble sometimes. Why you got, what's going on with that? So then all of a sudden, as I'm rambling to myself, and I'm, you know, because I'm looking at all this trash I'm pulling and people looking at me funny and all that started hitting me, you know. Sometimes we forget where we came from. Sometimes a little bit, you don't realize. So a guy came out, you know what? I remember this guy. He had on a hat, but he had like a towel draped over his head with a hat over top of it, looking shabby. He looked real rough. And I'm like, you're just doing a casino. He looked at you, you're like, you don't want to be in a casino. And out of nowhere, he said, My father said, Keep doing what you're doing. And I looked at him, I said, I, I put the grill on him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I put the face on him. I said, what you said? He said, I said, my father said, keep doing what you're doing. And I walked away. And I couldn't believe, you know. And I ran and told my one of my friends that that know where I came from. You know, no, because some, you know, I had one guy there, he, he changed his life too, and he went through, and we was always catch up on stuff when we sometimes we build. And I ran and found him. I said, yo, my man, let me tell you what just happened. And I told him what just happened. And then I walked through the casino all night looking for this guy. I wanted to see this guy again. And I saw him again. He never, I didn't, every time, every day, I look for this guy. I never saw him again. And I had to put that message on my Facebook. And I titled it, it was an old post because it probably pushed way down. And I typed it, I titled it The Message. Because you never know where your messages are coming from. Yes. You know, and, you know, and I'm rambling and I'm rambling and I'm rambling. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this guy comes out. 
in between me going through the crowd and screaming, excuse me, but all this trash. He said, my father said, God, man. See, he sent that guy to, to tell me, just keep doing, keep going no matter what. And, and, and I needed to hear that. That's a message from God. I mean, uh, in my opinion, it sounds like just the way that it happened. It's like that whole theme of don't quit. Yeah. Don't ever quit. And, and that God wanted you to know that. And he wanted you to know that he's watching over you. And he kept you alive, right, too, because there were times that your life was probably threatened being out on the street for so many years in New York City. And now God has brought you to where you are now. Now, uh, in about five minutes or so, we're going to be taking a commercial break. But I wondered if you could show us the book because you have that book there. And we introduced our audience to the book that's called The Mind Speaks. There it is. It's a beautiful yeah, cover. And it's by Blue Heron Publishing. Is that correct? Blue Heron Publishing. Bookworks. Yeah, book, yes. book that's right. And Bathsheba Monk is the publisher. I want to say hello to her. She's also been a guest on the podcast that I co-host with Bill Snyder on Patchwork Heart Ministry, who's probably watching right now, too. Uh, so I just love that book and I love what you're doing. And I just want to encourage people that this is the book that you want to get, not only for yourself, but anybody that you know that needs encouragement. Because like I said, Nate has experienced everything that you can imagine in life, including being homeless on the streets of New York City for 18 years. And now look at him. He's the author of The Mime Speaks and he's also a mime. And when we go into our commercial break, we're going to be watching one of those videos um, now, they're also a gospel theme because his faith means a lot to him as well. And he's done a lot with that. So with that being said, uh, Nate, we're going to take a break right now. And while we take this break, I would like you to watch this video, a three or four minute video from Nate. And we will see you in a few minutes. Now, one more thing. Um, when we come back from the break, we're going to be watching another one. So you're going to get a treat here. You're going to get to watch two of Nate's videos back to back. So we'll see you in just a few minutes here on Journeys in Faith after that second video. God bless.
Hi, my name is Ann DeSantis and I'm the director for the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family and Faith. You can learn about us on our website at nonatus.org. I'm here to tell you today about two great podcasts that I hope that you will tune in. The first Tuesday of every month at 8 o'clock we have a podcast specifically for Catholics affected by divorce. From 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, go to Philly Nonatus on YouTube to subscribe. In addition, we also have a podcast the last Thursday of every month. That's also at 8 o'clock Eastern Time for one hour. And that one is for families in crisis. We have some really great guests coming up soon, so hope to see you then. Please also consider the fact that you can make spiritual direction appointments with us, with our spiritual moderator. All you need to do is go to our website on the contact form and just reach out to us. We'd be happy to hear from you and look forward to setting up an appointment. So we'd love to connect with you. Please share this video and let people know that we're there for families affected by divorce and also families in crisis. Thank you. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present the Discover Your Mission series. Now I had been brought up without any prayer, without Bible, without church, nothing of that kind. And so when my father died, I 
became suicidally depressed. I, I had no desire to live. And yet, by the grace of God, uh, whenever I got to the point of actually taking my life, I always had this interior conviction that if I took my life, I would simply find it again on the other side and it would be permanent misery. But it wasn't until I became a wife and a mother and I began to try and pass my faith on to my children that I realized that everything I knew about Jesus was memorized doctrine. I was a good man, I was a good father, I was instilling the sacraments into my family. But, uh, I was definitely not intentional, I was stuck broke in my faith. But what kind of strength did he have? Jackie did not just have a strength of body or baseball skill. He had a strength inside of his spirit, a courageous meekness that empowered him to play the game. And I tell him what is going on with me and he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think this is like some sort of miracle, dude. And he's like, okay, you know, of course, but I'll believe it when I see it, honey. You've been trying to quit, and you've been saying this and saying that, and I'm, a, you know, he his big line to me is, you shouldn't say things <laughs> because I never follow through on them. And so this was week after week, month after month. He is looking at me like this is a miracle. There is no way that you, on your own, could have done this. We are called to sing. All of us are called to sing. All of us are called to express ourselves and join our voice into the unity of the church. Uh, often with my choirs, I, I ask them to listen to each other, to listen to the, the sound that they make together as one. That's what we're aiming for through the harmony or unison, we're aiming for a one sound. You need to decide. What are you going to participate in? Are you going to participate in the historic Christian idea of the altar of sacrifice, which is in the Eucharist, or not?
Hi, welcome back to Journeys in Faith here on this Friday evening. And I hope you enjoyed those two beautiful videos from Nate, from his YouTube channel. Uh, and isn't he talented? Isn't he? Uh, he's just amazing. And uh, I would just encourage you to get that book. You want to get a hold of the book, The Mime Speaks, and learn more about Nate. And most of all, I want to invite you to connect with him on his social media presence at Nate Moran and get to know him because he's a person that is going to be a blessing to your life. I can guarantee you that because he's certainly been a blessing to mine. So Nate, um, before we get into continuing where we left off, tell us about those two videos that we just watched uh, or just a little bit about when you do your performances and how that is for you and what it's like to meet all these awesome people and perform for them. Well, you know, um, when I perform is, you know, when I got into mime, I got into mime in 2011. I've been dancing it was not a baby. I did. I went. I did tap jazz and everything else. But it's mine. I feel it's a whole nother adventure for me. It's a whole nother thing for me. You know, I step in. I actually leave and I step into the song. I feel my body leave me, and now I'm in that. I'm into that song, and because I was brought back to life, so I like to really bring these songs mm -hmm. like much as I can to, to interpret, so people understand in a different manner. You know. Is one video is what is pray for me and somebody I know somebody pray for me and when I first heard that song, uh, you know I, I bought the CD, Kirk Franklin CD. So you want to be happy? I want to do that song, but this pray for me song, like no, 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 do me, do me, do me, do me, and, I, and when I heard it, I saw my story. So I had to tell my story through that song. You know, any. Mime I do, anything I perform, I really want that story to come in. So I study, I study, I study. Sometimes I listen to it. If I'm driving to a show, I listen to, if I take two hour drive, I listen to that one song for two hours. I listen to that song for <laughs> for weeks and weeks if I can. It depends on my day, my time that I have to perform, uh, how much time they give me. And I study like, you know, I gotta have it in me. So when I walk, when I step into that song, like now we won and before I perform every time it's one thing I always say I look at God and I say okay it's you and me and, and when I look at him you know I be nervous I don't give a damn perform for one person I don't give a perform for a thousand people I'm always nervous and if I pace the floor and I pace the floor and then right before I go on stage to a forum or whatever event wherever I'm at I always look at myself okay it's you and me and then I'm stepping in, then I go in. And once I'm not here, I'm, I'm into whatever music, whatever performance I do. It's a blessing. I met a lot of people and I'm thankful, you know. And, you know, you, when your life changes, like, you know, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen, you know. And so many doors have opened for me. I'm so thankful. Like I said, I'm on your show. I'm, I'm meeting so many different, you know, amazing you know people you know some celeb some not celeb but they, all people that i'm meeting is amazing you know because you bring all these positive people in my life you know like i said i've been to the other side i know what it looked like and to me everybody i meet whether they're famous or not famous is a blessing you know i, I enjoy i love people I, I got mad love i got so much love for people you don't know um, i go into cashier stores and 
you know, I go into the store and the cashier and whatever, and I got to say something to them to make them laugh. I got to do something. You know, I got to do, it's like, it's just, it's like, a, it's a habit. You know, I got to say something to them. You don't know who that person would be, who they might have experienced before me, or maybe they had a bad day last night, or maybe it was something in that. I just wanted to drop that on them. So I do something to mess with them so I can get that laugh out of them or give them a smile or do something because we think for And then somebody said, they said, what you want for Christmas? And what you want for your birthday? What you want? I said, I just want to wake up and I just want to see people happy. That's my, that's the gift for me. Yeah, I, I see that every day when I see you on social media is how positive you are and you really do care about people. And I don't think, honestly, I really mean this when I say this is that you have not a bad bone in your body. I mean, you, you're so, uh, such a good man, really good man. And I want to say happy birthday because you just celebrated wow. your birthday this past Wednesday. Now, during the first half of the show, uh, we, we, we're actually pre-recording. We will admit we're pre-recording this uh, before uh, his birthday. And, but by the time this airs, you know, your birthday is here. So happy birthday. And I uh, hope that your April 7th is an amazing day. And I'm sure that it will be. So yeah, it's just incredible. Now let's talk about the book uh, because there's so much to unpack there. Uh, Bathsheba, Monk, and you, and you know the, your collaboration together made this beautiful book. So um, tell us about how the, did that process go and what is the book for those who are watching? What is it about? First, I want to say um, I'm so thankful about Bathsheba, you know, Bathsheba um, Monk, she, She's a real, she's, she's a true blessing. And, you know, I'm thankful to have her in my life. Um, you know, we, we don't, not only is she not my, my publisher company, but she's like my friend. She's my friend. She's like my sister. You know, she's powerful. She's real. She she put her heart into her work. You know, I gotta, I, I gotta speak on her because, you know, you know, without, you know, when she met me when we was, before we did a book, she asked me, are you a finisher? <laughs> And I said, um, I didn't finish high school. I didn't do my 20 years in, in the army like I wanted to, but I'm finishing this book. You know, I, 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 you know, I wanted to finish this book, you know, with me, man. You know, um, I told, you know, we all make wrong decisions. I got that in here when I made some bad decisions. We all make bad decisions sometimes. We always yes. pick the wrong thing to do. We're not realizing we did it. And then we realize, oh, man, you know, I wish I had never did it or said that. You know, We all have um, had bad things and good things that happen to us. And that's what this book is about. I, I told some of my story, you know, and, and show some of the people who I met through my journey, you know, being homeless, you know, what I and what I, how many shows I'm doing, and I'm, I'm traveling, and, and you know, this book is, you know, every time I look at it, sometimes, sometimes I still it touches me. Sometimes, you know, you know, you know, I say I got a book out there, you know, you know, it's and, and it's me, you know, it's nothing made up. Whatever, this is my life, and you know, I do Uber, and. When I'm in my car and I'm moving, I'm talking about my book. And I said, I asked people, I said, do you read? And they said, yeah, I'm trying to get back to it. I said, well, I got a book out there. And I, and I wrote it to inspire people to never give up because, you know, we all need that. 
Sometimes I need, you know, we all need it. You know, sometimes you go through a licking, you go through something, you say, oh man. And you need something to push you. Sometimes I go and watch my own video. Sometimes I watch what I said. Sometimes I, I'll take something that I said and I grab it and run it with me, you know, to help me. And I think, you know, the Lord will bring stuff to me that I'm able to come out sometimes, you know, because we all, like I said, we're human. You're human, you're going to go through this, you're going to go through stuff, you, you know, every day is not going to be a bad road. Like I said, you have to learn how to take the bitter with the sweet. So, you know, once you learn to take the bitter with the sweet and you, and you get comfortable in your own skin and, and you know the Lord is, is blessing you. Just That's have right. The faith of your childhood came back alive, didn't it? I mean, it seemed like the, the faith of the, your grandmother who, who brought you to church and taught you about God and taught you about living the faith, that now that you're at the stage where you are at now, you can look back and say, yeah, there were tough times, no doubt about it. But God has brought me to where I am right now at this moment in time to celebrate all the good, all the good. I thought I would read one of the... Um, uh, on on the Amazon site, someone wrote something very nicely about your book. I thought I would I would mention that one. She she said, "I love this book so much for the inspiration of Nate's life. All he had been through still had this motto to never give up. It brought me to tears for personal reasons. I th I thank I think everyone should read this book. All I can say is thank you, Nate." And, and that was from one of the Amazon reviews right on the site for The Mime Speaks. It's a great gift too, isn't it? I mean, you can give this book as a gift. I Honestly, I'm gonna put it out there. I think it would be a good graduation gift too because it's, it's something that talks about the fact that when we start our lives, right? We don't know what direction, what's gonna happen. But as we go along and we trust God and we keep going and don't give up, you know, some good things will be in store. And I, I think that's the message of your life. So, yeah, yeah thank you so much. You know, so, that's what, yes, I'm sorry. No, 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 not at all, not at all. So uh, I love the way that you also dress up as a mime. I think that is so awesome because you really do it right. I mean, you do your makeup perfectly. You do the, the clothing, everything. You do, you're perfect at it. So what is it like for you when you're getting dressed and how do you decide like what direction to go in when you're getting yourself ready to do one of your shows or presentations for someone or a group? Uh, thank you for this thing for the compliment. Thank you. Uh, yeah. You know, I grew up watching the old dancers. Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, Jane Kelly, Nicholas Brothers, Tony Weather, the movies from the weather, uh, Cap Calloway, Bill Robinson, Shirley Temple. I go on and on, you know. And she was going through me just talking about it, just saying their names, you know, my son, my soul, the great mind, Charlie Chapman. You know, I, I watched them. And before they even performed, their outfits was like, wow. You know, the tail, you know, the predator. So that's what, when I grew up, I, I, when I was a kid, I said, I want to be like them, you know. And so that's what pushes me to dress up and, you know, why I want to wear tails because the tails look good when you move and, and it, it gives you that, it gives you that extra click. You know, you, you know, you have other mimes that do the gospel and you have other mimes that you dress into the God, into the mime outfit. But I, I, you know, I was, you know, but it was just something about them tails. It was just something about the way that old school was. And so what happens when I, 
we'll do an event. I asked him what type of people. I do fashion shows. I didn't do weddings. I even performed at funerals. I didn't do it for kids. You know, I did a book signing for the, for the youth this um, past week. You know, you know, I, I asked them what type of event, what type of crowd, what we're looking for. And when they tell me, then I say, okay, I'm going to wear this and that and that. And, and I pick out the colors so it coordinates, it matches with what the event is. You know, you know, I use something, like when I did a funeral, you know, I do the black and white because of the basic, you know. But if I'm doing like a fashion show, you want to pop too, because they're going to have outfits that are going to be popping. So you got to come out this way. You know, I'm not a model, but I'm going to play with this, you know. And so, yes, you know, I, I, I choose according to whatever the event is. But the greats are the ones who inspire me to dress up and, and become, you know, to want to dress up every time I my goodness, you have done so much. Thank you for sharing about what it's like for you when you get ready for your performances because the finished product is amazing. I mean, you look so good. And I know that it's a lot of fun for you to get ready to do all the things that you do when you meet with people and you do fashion shows. And I know you do parties and different things. So uh, I wondered if you could share with us what's going on in 2021. Is there anything new that you want to tell us about? Yeah, wow, a lot of blessings. Um, I'm part of a Dragon Squad film series that's going to be coming out. Uh, I don't know how to date, I don't, but it's going to be on all uh, Netflix, everything. We've been, we getting, I signed a private agreement, but it's, what I can say about it, when it do, when you hear the Dragon Squad film series is out, right? Get your popcorn, get your drinks, whatever you enjoy, get your popcorn, your Coca-Cola, your orange juice, your apple juice, whatever you into, whatever you like your munchies, get it before it starts because you're in for a treat. You know, I'm I'm excited to be part of this, this amazing project. You know, Grandmaster Tyrone Bullock is is the producer, the writer of everything. He's he's the man and he's humble, he's a great guy and, and he put his heart into this project and, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it for you to see it. I'm having fun with it. I'm also, people have been hitting me up with because I do weddings too as well. Um, I perform weddings. People ask me, what you do for a wedding? I ask a person what their favorite song is and I bring it to life. You know, and I, you know, I, I even did pre-engagement for my, my brother. I call him my brother, brother um, in Hampton. I did the Hamptons. So I got weddings. People send me weddings. Uh, I got a fashion show coming up in Central Park. I think it's 28th. I'll be in a fashion show on 28th. I got another event coming up. Uh, 23rd, I'm performing in the village in Bleecker Street with a this art, famous artist who's artist. And uh, people send me stuff to shoot their video. People send me their music. People send me their music they want me to bring to life. So a lot, a lot, I got a lot of people who send me their music to perform through mine and they send it to them and put in a project, different videos. So that's where I'm at, you know, and promoting my book and hoping I do, do as many book signs as I can, you know. So if you ever want me in your area, just let me know and let's talk. And let's, I come out and do a book signing, you know. I did, um, if you look, I don't know if you can see it. I'm going to try to pan this. I did a book signing for the youth, and this T-shirt is a signature from all my youth and their parents. Who they signed? I signed a book for them for Casa Guadalupe and for Linda Vega and um, the Relic. 
And I wanted to take some home for me. And I said, you're all going to be famous. I know you're going to be powerful. And I want your autograph. I want to be the first one to get your autograph. And I want to make sure I cherish it. And I'm going to put it with all my awards. And and that's what I did. I had the mothers and the parents and everybody at the classroom sign my T-shirt. And now it's part of my awards with my Apollo and all my other stuff that I do. You know, um, that's where I'm at. You know, I'm, you know, I got trips this plan and I'm, I should be overseas in October. You know, um, yeah, a lot of people are sending me stuff, you know, and, 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 I'm thankful. Whatever yeah. projects somebody want me for them, they do it stuff. Reach out. My website is natethemime.com, you know, and all my contacts are on it. So natethemime.com. So please do remember that. Write it down. Come back to this video. Watch it again. Um, as he said, he does weddings, parties, book signings, all these things. Now you're in Pennsylvania. If somebody's watching, depending on where they are, do you travel outside of the Pennsylvania area in New York? You want me in Egypt? I'll be there. Wait, what time? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, know, you, want, you know, wherever you, I, I'm, I go anywhere. I go anywhere. I, I have done Reno. I've done um, Cali. I've done Baltimore. I've done DC. Uh, I, yeah, well, I got some people reaching out to me to do some stuff in Chicago and Detroit. You know, I, I go anywhere. Wherever you want me, you know, I'm. Let's talk. Let's just make it happen. I'm there. You know, you know. I did a you did this very quick, and I know you're spreading your stuff. I had to do an event in North Carolina one time, and I was there. That's when I worked at San Casino, and I was I worked from two in the morning to ten in the morning. So I got up at ten in the morning, and the red carpet started at six o'clock. So I went home, took a shower, no sleep. After eight hours of cleaning and scrubbing and climbing, I took a shower, drove. It took me eight, maybe nine, maybe ten hours to get there. And I hadn't slept and had my shades on. And the lady said, yo, I took my glasses off. She said, yo, guys, the tires, I haven't had no sleep. I just got off work. She said, wow. I said, yeah. I said, but I did, I worked, I did miles and miles of walking the homeless and the streets and doing all that stuff. And I was doing negative. And why not drive miles to do something positive? So I go anywhere. I get, I get I'm, if you want me to listen, I go anywhere. I do anything. I'm there. I'm, I'm here. All right. That's amazing. It's good to hear because, you know, we were in a pandemic last year and there were people who wanted to have their wedding or whatever, but decided to wait because they wanted to invite family and such. So now here we are. I mean, Nate the Mime, Nate Moran is the perfect person that you want to invite to that uh, bridal reception, right? For the, for the wedding reception and for the party that you're, you're doing. And like I said, book signings, you want to get the book too, um, The Mime Speaks, and check it out on Amazon. So we've had a great show with you, and uh, I'm just so grateful for you because, I'll be honest with you, you've become a friend. I mean, I've had a lot of guests on this show, and they're all friends, but you're one of those people that, uh, you know, I, I know there's a genuine relationship there because you really do want to stay in touch and you, you care so much about all the people that you meet. So I'm blessed to be one of those people, uh, Nate. Thank you. Oh, I'm blessed. <laughs> Thank you. I'm blessed to have you in my life. You know, you, yeah. you're amazing. And I love what you're doing out there. And, I, and I'm not saying it come toward you. I'm not, I, I mean this. And I'm, I would tell somebody what you're doing. I, I love what you're doing out there. I love you doing inspiration and, and empowering people and helping people to grow and helping people, lifting people up because that's what we all need, you know. And people say, who do you admire? Who is your, who is the guy you admire? I admire anybody 
that's really out there that's trying to do something for the community, do something for the world, and do it in a positive way. Mm. You know, amen. And I'm what you're doing. I'm really, really thank you. And you know, you have me. I'm doing a show a thousand more times. Whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want me, whatever you need, whatever. I'm here for you because you're you're true. You're truly a blessing for the world. And that's honestly, and that's what I'm I meaning from my heart. Well, that means so much, honestly, Nate. Thank you. Thank you from me and also from Fiat Ministry Network, the people that are producing this show. And I also want to invite the people who are watching this that Nate was also a guest on the podcast that I co-host with Bill Snyder on Patchwork Heart Ministry called Sewing Hope. So you want to go to that YouTube channel, just look up Patchwork Heart Ministry and look up the Sewing Hope podcast with Nate Moran. And Bathsheba Monk was also on the show, the, the publisher of his book, The Mime Speaks. So do, do join us there. Now, there's one more invitation I have for our audience is to go after the show is over. You can go to patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry because Nate's going to be a guest on a show called Five Minutes of Faith with Me. So do join in on that program there. It is a, it is a subscription series called discover your mission. So you can learn more just by going to that uh, pa patreon.com slash patchwork heart ministry site. So again, Nate, thank you so much for joining us here on this show. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Like I said, it's an honor. And I just want to say to everybody, no matter what, no matter what you go through, no matter what things you think is going to beat you down, never give up and always take a minute to smile. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, before we end the show completely, there's going to be one more video. So join us now and watch another beautiful video from Nate Moran. Don't forget to subscribe to themimespeaks.com. Is that the correct website, Nate? Yeah, natethemime.com. No, natethemime.com. Nate 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 God bless yeah. everyone. See you next week. Pray for me. I'm afraid that I'm about to lose it all. Pray for me. I don't need gravity for tears to fall.
Journeys of Faith is a production of Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry. For more information about Journeys of Faith, email info at fiatministrynetwork.tv. And be sure to friend, follow, and like us on social media. Just search Journeys in Faith with Ann DeSantis.